Hey, this is Line of Pitch with your host, Pitch for Pennies, but you can call me Steven. This is a music show where we laugh, think, and cry. Each episode, a friend of mine and myself break down, explore, and interpret the lyrics of their favorite songs. We unpack the topics at hand with each song, share a few fried stories, and thoughtful insight. When words fail, music speaks. Welcome to the show. We do this in our sleep, nigga. Never been in love before. I wanna holler at you, man. You know it's hard for a player to admit that sometimes. But I'ma spit that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? AP, give it to me one time, nephew. There's something about this yeah. girl and from around my way. Ever try to hold back your feelings? Yeah. Would've just wouldn't stay. But when I finally found the words to say, I wanna do Hey, yes, sir. That's her. But it wasn't like that back when I met her. The lavish life from all of those fun. Before the double R had to hitchhike thumb. Her friends didn't like niggas like us. But I arrested the coochie and the feelings got cuffed. Spiderweb sex must have got caught up. But there's more to it. I remember once saying less shit on the peons. Let's go to Vegas and watch Celine Dion. Make them say what we on. You say no like you was doing it for eons. Fuck it, I just hum and let the watch give off the neons. When it rains, it pours. I laugh to myself when I changed the story You said my sex was a lot but my brain gave you more There's something about how your ex was a toy I guess he played games There's only diamond dice here not trying to justify But when you shut your eye you can touch the sky You in trouble ma And you should pray about speed But it's just about you What that say about me But when I finally found the words to say Well, 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 Sydney Page, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Good, good, good. Let's kind of get straight into this. You know, let me know, um, you know, tell me about the song selection here, this first one. Where's your, you know, how'd you come to find this song? Um, you know, what, where did it take you here when you listen to this? So this song's pretty old, but it's one of my favorite Pharrell songs ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the reason why I love it, I don't know. I feel like it makes me really feel like, this sounds so corny to say, but like, you know, like when you step into a function and you just really feel like <laughs> the shit. I don't know. It's mm. like my, it's like my feel good song. Mm. I don't know. Like kind of like my summertime song too. <laughs> when I feel like real cute. And, yeah. You know, like walking to somewhere and someone's like damn <laughs> like who's that i don't know that sounds, so, that? that sounds so corny to say but like you know i mean it's good to feel i mean it, i mean it's not cliche but it's it's how you how it's how it makes you feel you know yeah and all my friends know that I, i'm like obsessed with that song i still play it to this day like almost every day if not weekly so would you say that's like your your anthem your theme song damn near one of them really one of them one of them <laughs> for sure where was you at when you first heard this song you know, I don't know. I might have been a kid, honestly. Really? Like, but I feel like I didn't love it as much as I do or appreciate it as much as I do until I was an adult. But Damn. What changed? I don't know. I feel like when we 
or younger, I don't know. I just didn't appreciate it as much as I do now. Mm. <laughs> and we were super, I feel like we were maybe in like elementary, middle school and that song came out. Maybe a little bit older, but I don't know. I feel like it resonates more as an adult. But definitely one of my faves. And like, you know, you talk about it as your feel good song. When you like, what what are those things that like make you feel good when you? Or what are you doing when you play this song? Is it like one of those uh, like, kind of get ready songs? Yeah, like the like a get dressed playlist, if you will. Mm. Like you know, like damn, I look good today. Like it's one of those <laughs> ones where you like you really feeling yourself. Like okay, everything came out exactly how I wanted it to. About to have a fun day, see some niggas. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's honest. I mean, I feel like I feel like most girls, mo- well, most people feel like they have those one songs that they, you know, they throw on in the morning or on the car on the way there. Yeah. It's like, all right, we about to get in that mode, about to yeah. get that. Hey, I look good. I smell good. I feel good. You just need the soundtrack to really kind of carry you. Right. And I feel like sometimes when you walk into a place, like you kind of want to feel like that people are like, you know, looking at you like, oh, OK, like, wow, you look really nice today. That sounds I feel like I sound so corny when I say that. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, OK, so you, of course, you're like the, the style influencer of Indianapolis, you know, and, you know, I imagine like this is kind of one of those runaway type of songs. Like you said, you, you know, it's one of those songs where, you know, you kind of feel like, well. I walk into a place and like people start looking at you and all that. Do you get that now since you are kind of this, you know, style influence essentially? I mean, you like you're this person that's kind of known for their style and how you dress and how you put things together. Like, do you feel that when you walk into different places now? Uh, I would say, yeah, maybe I guess it is a little bit of a difference. And it also depends on too, like maybe what I'm wearing at the mm. time. Like if it's something that people really like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously people will look or be like, Hey, this looks really cool. I like what you have on or whatnot. But I mean, I think just even when you go places, people recognize you from social media. And a lot of times people aren't shy to like speak and be like, Hey, I know you, aren't you so-and-so. Mm. And I don't know. I feel like it feels cool to be acknowledged in that way. And they'll always be super, super sweet and super mm-hmm. like, you know, giving compliments like, Hey, you have really good style. Um, I don't know. I always appreciate stuff like that. It doesn't happen every time, but the times that it does, it really makes my heart smile. Really? So it's like, it's kind of one of those things that like, they may do it on social media, but not really in person as often, I guess. No, I would say people do or say Mm -hmm. like, um, maybe if someone I don't know that well, I feel like guys do this sometimes too. Really? Um, they'll just be like, hey, yeah, you be fresh <laughs> on Instagram or something like that. Is that like how they shoot their shot? Like, uh, no, it it could just be oh, really? just a nice compliment. Not always in a way that they're trying to like talk to me yeah. like that. Just like, just letting it be known that's what they think. And mm, I like that. I think that's cool too. <laughs> yeah, like it's like. Just like a genuine compliment. Nothing more, nothing less. See, they need to make that normal. Is that, yeah. is that not normal? I feel like I guess it's in a, general. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like. Maybe it's you, it's different because it's, you know, they see you like, you know, they see you being fresh and all that. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I never really take it like too serious. I mm. just see it as what it is a compliment and keep it moving, really. <laughs> and then, as far as that, for our style, like, what what are your influences? You know, I'm, I'm sure like everybody has their like, influences with what they do, but like, what's kind of like an overarching, let's say, three things that really kind of help mold your style over the years? Um, or informed you at that time? I'm not going to lie. I would say that social media has definitely played a really mm. big part 
also just because I feel like there's so many different creatives mm-hmm. on there. So many dope individuals, females, male, whatever, mm-hmm. that just dress so cool just from different parts of like the world even. And I don't know, like it's not always style that we see here in our city every day. So I feel like, you know, let me try to, you know, like mix some of these styles and kind of make them my own and bring some of it here or put my own spin on it. I guess like just kind of like kind of it's almost like yeah like social media is almost kind of like a a library of different references and then you kind of have your own idea of what you kind of want to do but kind of yeah. make it your own kind of add your little twist to what you may see that you like right because I feel like when we were younger or when mm-hmm. I was younger I was really into like magazines and stuff and my mom was really into magazines too and that's kind of where you would see all like your fashion inspiration with the new collections are from designers mm-hmm. and magazines are definitely still a thing but I think a lot of things are more digital now and social media has really driven that so you can just get on your phone to see the collections or what people are putting together or just even see other creatives that you wouldn't otherwise because obviously magazines kind of like publish maybe like bigger people or bigger Mm -hmm. brands but social media allows you to see people big and small and feel inspired in that way interesting it's almost like it makes kind of almost like makes the world smaller when it comes to um one finding your own style but also um almost like finding your own lane in a way yeah to kind of hey this is what i do or like this is kind of my vision or my perspective on how to style or put this together right and i can't even lie i'd say this in some other interviews that i have Mm -hmm. done in the past but just i feel like my mom Mm. has shaped some of the things that i like or that i even know about Mm -hmm. even like just growing up like we'd go out shopping and she'd tell me like this is a designer that does so and so or they're just teaching me just about put me on to people that I didn't know about or like mm-hmm. certain styles or, and I really like the way that she dresses personally, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, at her age, not to say that people <laughs> in their fifties can't be fashionable because they absolutely can, but it's not every day that you see that, I guess mm-hmm. maybe not in our city anyway, but yeah. I just admire it. Cause she still keeps it going <laughs> and she's really into clothes and really into fashion. And I would like to think that's probably where, that came from for me it's always kind of just been there I've always loved clothes from day one that'll probably never change though mm. and do you think it's uh kind of this love for clothes do you have you ever had like a a moment where you felt like hmm how can I how can I ask this haven't had a moment where you felt like you wanted something but you felt like you weren't necessarily ready for it like Let's say, for example, like a trend or something that you've seen somebody else wear and you're like, dang, I want to I want to like try that out. But then I may not be sure of it or you just may not have the means to kind of like afford to kind of get into it. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I would say so, because I think once again, social media, we see all these different types of styles and Mm -hmm. different types of people. And maybe somebody I could find somebody really dope and their style so cool. But Mm -hmm. like personally I don't think I could pull that off Mm. and maybe just because it's not my style and just how that person does it like they just do their thing really well and nobody else can really replicate that um a really a person that comes to mind is this girl her name's what's good on oh yeah yeah her style is super dope super eclectic but that's not something I feel like I feel like you know she does it and she does it well and that's just how it should be left yeah (laughs) and I haven't seen anybody else do something like that in a while but and it just works. And it and that's kind of where I think 
growing up seeing like getting into personal style and like um you know understanding like the whole fashion thing and kind of making i think she's kind of one of those people who really make a clear distinction between style and fashion like right. fashion is like okay you like clothes right you know the designers you may you know be into that but i think style is more about your own expression absolutely and do you feel like you've kind of say through your social media kind of uh browsing you kind of found like at the end of the day what really cuts through as far as people either fucking with your fits or oh, you fucking with your fits yeah and it's i feel you like finding your own expression in that I'm still sometimes I'm trying to figure out even what my style is just because for like, mm. for example, money purposes, like mm-hmm. obviously a lot of the things that I buy are more fast fashion because mm-hmm. the brands that I maybe want to wear, you know, I'm just not, I'm not there yet, yeah. but maybe one day. So I kind of have to go to the fast fashion lane, but I still feel like I can, you know, maybe not make it look so cheap, but I feel like I'm still trying to figure out what my, how I would define my style. Cause I feel like for me, I can pull off different types of things Mm -hmm. so I feel like I don't know I'm pretty versatile in that way and that's something that I do like about myself is I feel like I can maybe do the streetwear look or kind of do a more girly look the next day um okay and then kind of circling back to like the song itself yeah because I feel like we got into more (laughs) like clothes but circling back to the song itself I mean I know as far as like on the verses like you know Pharrell talks about um uh, as far as like uh, you know, living a lavish life from all the dough spun, and you know before the double R had the hitchhike thumb, and her friends said you know she didn't like niggas like us. Has there been like a time where you met a guy where you where your friends was like, mm, but you was like, you know what, I kind of feel them, you know. That's funny. Um, yes, that's probably happened to me more times than I like to admit. Really, <laughs> or. I mean, I feel like at first, you know, your friends will be like, you know, and it may not even be people that I like take serious. It could just be someone like, you know, like, I think they like me. What do you guys think? And they'd be like, (laughs) but I feel like I feel like they give people a fair chance at first. It could just be the little things that kind of turn your friends off and they're like, nah, sis, not for you. And then he goes into goes into say after that, I was saying, you know, but I rest the coochie and the feelings got cuffed. Spiderweb sex must have got. They're all caught up. Um, but there's more to it. I remember once saying this shit. Let's say, let's say, let's uh, <laughs> shit on these peons and let's go to Vegas and watch Celine Dion. Make him say what we on. And you say no, like we was doing it for eons. And so have you ever like had a moment where you met a guy or you felt like, oh, okay, you know, I'm really rocking with him. And all because of, you know, the physical kind of was like got you really kind of Say, for example, the same example, like your friends didn't really fuck with them like that, but then you kind of gave them a chance, and then once you gave them a chance, y'all got intimate, like close with it in, you know, sharing different stories, but also physically, and now you like, damn, I was kind of on the fence about dude, but now I'm like, I'm kind of rocking with him. Have you ever had that experience? I'm trying to think. <laughs> or not? I feel like, uh, maybe to an extent. Maybe yeah. I feel like... <laughs> The only place that I can apply that is my last relationship. Not really mm. in my dating life, really. I feel like I haven't had that happen to me before. Or at least I can't think of it at this moment. As far but as dating-wise. Yeah. But the last relationship, yeah, it was kind of like that. Because sometimes your friends will have their opinions, and it's not a bad thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just be maybe like, yeah, 
I don't like this for you and that's okay too but like you're just like well I really like this person and I still want to you know see what see where it goes <laughs> kick it with him and do, do whatever and has that and I think they respect it I feel like they ain't got friends, no choice yeah they'll just be like you know at the end of the day like I feel like like our friends can have our opinions but at the end of the day like they respect like hey this is your choice this is what you want to do so mm-hmm. you know go be happy <laughs> <laughs> and then far as you do you feel like on this journey both in style and with kind of like you know relationships kind of touching on the song yeah like do you feel like you're kind of on this journey of like uh kind of finding your own niche in a way like own way of doing things your own really just finding yourself and essentially what what you fuck with and what you don't yeah i feel like that's a pretty accurate like description what you, like what you're going for and what you're not going for whether it be guys or just you know style right yeah That'd be a good way to kind of sum that up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so then he also goes and it says, you know, um, (laughs) he says, uh, you said my sex was a lot, but my brain gave you more. And something about how your ex was a toy. I guess he played games. How do you as a woman that's, you know, the style influencer, you know, the, the, you know, the it girl, if you will, how do you kind of filter out through all the guys that's, you know, trying to run game, trying to, you know, as some girls have told me, waste time. How do you kind of feel through that? Or do you? Or how How can you? I guess for some of the women who may listen to this and maybe going through something similar, right. how do you kind of I feel like, it? and this is just generally speaking, mm-hmm. um, I feel like for me, at the age that I am now, at 27, I feel like a good way to weed these niggas out is like, <laughs> what are they on? Yeah. <laughs> like, either whether that be professionally in their free time, like, are you doing something, you know, with your life? Mm-hmm. Um not to say that they have to do like, you know, shit for me financially or anything, but you also want to be with somebody who's kind of, you know, on your level. Mm. Um, that's how I weed them out real quick. <laughs> so how do you define on your level? Like, how do you, cause everybody's level is different. Right. That's like, true. So like, how do you know, like, you know where you at, of course, you know where you're right. trying to do, you know where you're trying to go. Like, how do you, what are some things like some telltale signs where you t- say a guy hits you in the DM or in person or hell, you just hang out with him, you know, give him a chance. Like, how do you kind of filter? How do you know? They're like, all right, this is, nah, not for me. Dang, I don't know. Because I'm honestly, I'm pretty open mm-hmm. at first. I don't weed them out. Too early. Too quick. I mean, sometimes it's like something's like, eh, it's okay. Um, I don't know. I can't even tell you. It's just like, there's just small A things feeling. that be red flags and you're just like. What's one thing in like the last, say, let's say year or let's say last two years because, you know, COVID and all that, like that you felt that you seen that was like, mm, red flag. Um, <laughs> and this is just you. I would feel like, not to say what a person does for a living, because I feel mm-hmm. like that's not a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe the lack thereof. Mm. <laughs> it's a huge issue. Like, if you're not doing anything, like, I don't know, how are you getting money if you're not, I don't know. So it's kind of like a... Uh, if, if you have to question, like, you know... If somebody kind of beats around the bush to what they do mm-hmm. to make money or like what they do for a living, that's kind of a weird thing to me. Like, I don't know. Why does it have to be so mysterious? And I feel like sometimes men are really like weird in that way. Like, <laughs> or unless they can straight up tell you what they do for a living. But I've had experiences where it's still a question mark mm. <laughs> for a while. And you're just like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think it's like, and do you think like have, have kind of knowing that, even if it's like not too, you know, I say you're trying to get deep diving, you know, be on some like 
you know, uh, in a SVU, like deep diving shit. Yeah. But it's like, you want to at least know, like, what do you kind of do? Well, you also don't want to just feel like you're taking care of somebody. Like, uh, oh, you. Oh, what oh, you, you saw, mean? You, saw, you, you don't want to feel like somebody's taking care of you or vice versa. Vice versa. Like, oh. I feel like, I mean, I can take care of myself at the end of the day, but I feel like, you know, when you meet people, you want them to kind of be like on the same wavelength as you. Mm-hmm. Like we can kind of, you know, meet each other equally. Mm. Or, you know, I don't know. You don't want to feel like you have dead weight, especially as you get older. Like, I feel like in the past, whether it be like dating people or just like, mm-hmm. you know, spending time with people that maybe you're just like, yeah, this would never be a future because it just feels like that would just be dead weight. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. You really, know what I mean? It's not on the same page as you. Yeah. Where you're trying to go. And everybody's on their own path and at their own stage in life, which I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying for me personally. Hmm. Kind of want somebody that's you know on their shit because I'm trying to be on mine and in some areas I feel like I am so. So it's almost like you want someone who can like provide some level of like stability, stability, really. yeah. Because yeah, I mean we're only getting older. It's, I feel like maybe when we were 21, 22, that shit was cute because it didn't really matter <laughs> back then. But yeah, or even I don't know, like some high school. I don't know. I just feel like we're pushing thirty and it's just not. There was a time where you can kind of yeah. like, hey, we're just having fun. We're just, you know. Yeah, kicking. and I try not to be too judgy about people's situations, you know, because everybody has their own shit that they go through. But also, I feel like as a woman in my upper 20s, I have to have standards of some kind. Like, you know, the bar got to be set somewhere. Or the bar has to be raised. Yeah, or rate. It will, shit, yes. <laughs> and I feel like I've def raised it as I've gotten older because I just feel like there's certain shit that I be wanting. So. I'm going to get it. <laughs> and if you never guess, if they're not going to get it, you can get it yourself. I mean, yeah, because who but can I, do it for you better than you? Exactly. All right. That's a perfect way to end it. So next song, I kind of think it's, I think it's more fitting of the conversation we had earlier. And I think it's kind of just, when I look at you, this is kind of the, the song that I think of that comes to mind. So we're going to get into it right about now. Get a Scotta and that Balenciaga. I'm sipping purple syrup. Come be my engine mama. And if you is a rider, we go shopping like manana. Her attitude, Rihanna. She get it from her mama. She jiggy like Madonna, but she trippy like Nirvana. Cause everything designer. Her jeans is helmet lane. Shoes is Alexander Wang. And her shirt, the newest Donna. Karen, wearing all the Cartier frames. Jean Paul Gaultier's. Cause it match with her persona. Her 
all right, Sydney, yeah. got to tell me, uh, <laughs> how do you, you know, where's the song take you here? I feel like this is another one of like my personal anthems, you know? Okay. <laughs> another anthem. And I don't mean that in a bragging way by any means. More so of what I aspire to be. Ah, the title. Yeah, something that inspired yeah. to. Yeah, and it's funny because people call me that sometimes. And I, really? It makes me really happy. <laughs> yeah, just be like, you know, they'll comment it on social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like, they'll even say it to me and I'm like, oh, thank you. Um, But yeah, I feel like, you know, it's all about talking about designer, fashion, being fly. Um, fly with a man at that. <laughs> but I just feel like, I don't know, this is one of those another get dressed songs. Or I even sometimes play this when I'm putting outfits together. <laughs> that sounds also really corny, but it's <laughs> but it's true. I have like this room where I um keep like a lot of my clothes and my shoes and I go in there and I just almost like how an artist would I create mm, the studio. <laughs> yeah, literally that's exactly how I think of it. Um I go in there and I make my little looks. And I, you know, put them to the side for when I want to shoot it, shoot the content of it or wear it somewhere. Um, and this is one of the theme songs that I play. I don't know, kind of manifesting mm, the title. I like <laughs> If <that>. you will. <laughs> it's kind of like those, uh, I, I wouldn't say someone to meditate to for you, but it's like a, almost like a, it's like on your mood board, a vision board. It was yeah. like, this is the thing that I'm trying to strive for. Yeah, and overall, I mean, overall, I just really like the song. Like, what? It's a bop. Yeah, I can. And the song also is pretty old, too. Um, I like the music video of it, too. Rihanna's in it, and she is fire. fashion inspo fire to the fullest. So that makes it 10 times better because so that's you, a true icon. <laughs> what would you rank, like, all the people that you've seen, whether it be social media or celebrities, what would you rank Rihanna as far as, like, style like best style like the goats like her amongst other people mm-hmm. like think about like you got i mean who, who, let's think about women that really is up there like fashion style icons like you got naomi campbell you got right rihanna you, somebody new i'm trying to think of who some who somebody new that's like that's really dope um dang who's really dope right now there's a lot of people, honestly. Well, let's say Vashti, you know, somebody who from, oh, you know, one yeah. of the OGs. She's definitely OG. Um, even Alele. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That makes it hard when we talk about Ooh. them. I feel like they're kind of all, you know. Renal. Yeah. She dope. I feel like those are all women that I really aspire. Because they have a, I don't know, their style is very, um, it's different than mine, but in a good way. Like, they're mm-hmm. just very, like. I don't know, just bad, mm. bad bitch energy to the fullest. And it's really just unique to them. Like, I don't feel like they dress like one other person. Like, when I see each of them individually, like, mm-hmm. they dress like them and them only. Um, and that's dope, too, because it's like, who can you compare them to? Nobody. And that's kind of what goes back to what we talked about on the first one. It was like early on in the first one, which was like you kind of finding your own way as far as finding that yeah. style to where, like, you do get to that point where you like, when you walk somewhere... It's like, nah, that's her. Like, cause people say that yeah. now, but it's like when you get to that, where you where you striving to go, then it's like, oh, you could be anywhere in the world, and this is you. This is your style. Right, right. And I feel like 
Rihanna, for example, you know, mm-hmm. um, she's just an icon for many of reasons. But when you see her like um, streetwear pictures or just like um, paparazzi pictures, I don't know. She's just always killing it. And it's just so unique to just her. I feel like when I see her outfits, there's nobody to compare it to because it's just she does it. Nobody does it better. <laughs> Definitely. And it's crazy because like sometimes some of the fits be like, yo, she's one of those people that you talk about, like what's good, where it's like. To me, yeah. I'm like, it's her. St- I'm like, damn, how is she doing that? I know. And she did that. I'm like, like she did. She had a mullet, and I was like, damn, right. I know. And there's just kind of hard. I know. And only for her, because <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen a, a few, maybe other people rock it, and I was like, okay, I kind of fuck with it. I know personally for me, that's an absolute no. <laughs> but once again, it takes certain people to pull off certain shit, and I feel like you know sometimes there's certain people who can just do certain things, and it just work every time. And I seen like I seen like white girls do that, like wear the mullet, like being at Found Square, like or Garfield Park. I'm like, damn, that's kind of okay. I see the vision. Right. But then like black women, no, I haven't really seen it like that. The closest I think I seen to like a, a black woman wearing a mullet would be like yeah. one of those updos in the '90s where they had like the the curls, like kind of those yeah, freaking. Not cuts. a good look. I mean, I like the look with the long nails and the grills. I like I like kind of I fuck. With oh, it. you mean like black women? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, this kind of one of those things where, like, I'm sure you can find on, on the Googles of, like, putting freak neat hairstyles. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can visualize like, had what you mean up now. Dudes, like, kind of think of Baps. Okay, well, I love that movie, so. So, yeah, it's kind of that, that kind of style. Um, and then kind of thinking about, to like, striving for that kind of expression, really, touching on that. Um, I feel like that's a big part about being a fashion killer in your own mind, which also manifests itself in reality when it comes to stuff that you pick out stuff that you kind of uh have informed you your own style um where did you have you or i guess a better question would be when it comes to trying things how have you kind of developed your confidence to try things because like you said you started out one place but then to get to where you are now you had to kind of have some level of like risk taking right honestly sometimes i just look at something and, and if i know like to some extent i could feel somewhat comfortable so i'm like okay you know i'm gonna just buy it and just see <laughs> or just physically try it on and you know see what i can put together with it and be like okay like wow i actually can rock this i feel like the only way to know that you can rock something is just to literally physically do it because <laughs> how else would you know mm. so it's i mean like life yeah i feel like i can see stuff and think Maybe at first, you know, I'm not really sure about that. But then later, you'll be like, okay. Maybe see so- how someone else can do it and be like, okay. I feel more compelled maybe to try it. Or just seeing somebody that's more like you, that's mm-hmm. a really good example. Someone who actually looks like me doing certain shit. Like, it makes mm. you feel more confident instead of, you know. It's like. Like, uh. Like, I'm unsure about it. Yeah. So, you think, do you would you say, like, representation when it comes, like, say, seeing a woman who looks like you. Or maybe the so same important. color. It is important. Even like, just with like bodies these days. And really? I just feel like on a lot of these, for example, mm-hmm. on these fast fashion brands, and they're doing a better job of it now with inclusivity and just having more women that look like other women that are shopping on the sites. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them have models that have all had work done, which I'm not knocking that. There's nothing wrong with that. But mm. everybody doesn't have their body done. So when we're mm. looking at these clothes, wanting to buy these clothes, <laughs> and you get them, and yeah. it's kind of like... It doesn't look like how on me it would on that person. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of deceiving. But um, 
some sites are getting really better about that, about having different body types. Um, you can see how it looks on maybe an extra small versus an extra large. And I'm so thankful that the world is doing that. I don't know why that's just not becoming a thing, but <laughs> should have been a thing a long time ago. Um, a lot of these brands, they need to c- cater to the consumers because everybody who is buying for them doesn't have their body done. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of us wish that we all could, but we don't. So I feel like, would you say that's like the majority? I feel like, Maybe because social media it perpetuates <clears throat> or kind of adds fuel to like that being the body type or being that being that right, the norm. right. But really, when you look outside your house or you go to like you know the coffee shop or yeah. wherever you go locally, like your events and stuff like that, everybody doesn't have a twenty-two inch waist. I mean, <laughs> yeah. shit, we would all everybody's kind of like you know love it. But maybe yeah. everybody doesn't also want to be super thin. Some people are very um, happy being a thicker body, and it's yeah. just like, well, we need more people like modeling these clothes and like showing us the way to like rock these clothes other than like a size zero you know Which I it think could be any size size I, I just feel like we just you know need to see more representation and it's gotten better but it's definitely gotten better and i always think about when i like because even coming into style my own right i would always see i always put a lot of my references from women a lot of the time because yeah. they always and i noticed this thing in sneaker culture where like women will say well we want what the guys have the guys would be like, we want with the girl, the colorways the girls got. Yeah, I hear men say that a lot. Cause they be having the cold, the cold colorways. But even to that, uh, to that point, it goes back to say corporations or brands, kind of thinking like, not trying to impress upon a mold, but actually learning what the mold is already currently. Yeah. Kind of specifically, like when we was growing up as kids, a lot of the the narratives already built in because of the magazines had control over like hey we're gonna have this model we're gonna have this thing right and you just accept it whereas now with social media like you kind of said earlier um it's everybody you know that's kind of getting into it there's women of yeah. all sizes um some women I, I think are really dope that are like you know of course you got ashley graham who's a big notable one right sabria majors mm-hmm. um and even someone like the, even a small one, oh like a paloma yeah uh, paloma ford yeah so she's really uh, not uh, Paloma. Uh, it was a uh, oh, uh, not Paloma for it. Her, her, uh, her Paloma uh, Lesser. I want to say she. Uh, I think her bro- she has a brother named Sage that is like Mouse for like Supreme. I know you're talking about. You, you've probably seen it before, but she's really she's, she's thicker, re- right? Yeah, she's she's, a plus, she's, yeah. She's, I know you're talking about. Uh, she's real beautiful, and it's like it's cool seeing people like that really um, be in the forefront because it really kind of and hell, we really got to pay respect to Takar way back in the day. Hell yeah. And the funny thing is she wouldn't she, even like that she's big. not even big like at all. I remember somebody's uh, actually tweeting about that not too long ago because like when you look back on it like she was they made her out to be like some really big lady real super plus size but in reality like she looks normal like yeah. super normal. She was the everyday <laughs> girl then which has now become the norm now when you think about the mass. Exactly. You know the cult like the Kim Kardashians and hell a lot of the the descendants, if you will, of that right. generation where they all looking like Takara now, you know. And her sh- her shit was natural. Yeah, and it got and now it got people thinking like, well, damn. It's like it's kind of weird how they got like the when it comes to representation, it got the girls wanting to have that body when they could have that body just normally. Exactly. Like it comes with like I think sometimes there's this flaw where it's like you like you have to be super flat, you know, or got to be you know, no, you know, cellulite or anything. Like, I think there's a thing where, like, there's not a a normalization of, like, regular bodies. Like, I think, I think it's gotten a little bit better, though. Social media, too, I feel like it's, it's done 
its job in the ways of like you know or maybe individuals using mm-hmm. social media to like bring normalization to things like stretch marks or body dimples or that's what it's called body different dimples. types of like maybe skin things like eczema or like mm-hmm. um vitiligo or things like that because it's it's normal shit like there's nothing wrong with it like a lot of people have it that's what it is i even see like um on websites now like they're showing stretch marks on the models and like that was on her i feel like they used to airbrush the shit out of that and like it's <laughs> nice to see like i don't know stretch marks on a model because majority of us really have that in real life and they're not touching that up anymore on some of these sites so and they shouldn't and i think and they shouldn't because it's like it's that's real normal yeah. yeah and it's real and we all have them because we're all human hell men and women got stretch marks literally <laughs> like if a you- lot of different things like <laughs> just like any type of scar period like why should we feel ashamed by that exactly and i think i think we're getting i think as social that's the kind of the gift and the curse of any new media yeah like social true. media is like social media has kind of been a gift where it's like it's really provided the lane for a lot of different uh means of representation and you know of course it has the it also kind of accelerates or impresses upon say some of the kind of surgery things and stuff like that but right I think it all comes down to like what you consume and what you subscribe to. That's true. Cause you can kind of weed that out. If things make you kind of, you know, not feel good about yourself, you can kind of eliminate that. But, um, yeah, like you said, it's a gift and a curse, but I think it, it has its positives about it for sure. Just with the influence anyway, with clothes, body types, all of that. And I really hope that when it comes to that too, it's like it, it normalizes it even for men to kind yeah. of, to kind of accept that like, Hey, I know we all, because as dudes, we always thinking like, oh, because, you know, just as much like women got indoctrinated to some of this stuff back in the day, we got like thinking like, oh, I was, I was, look at this kind of thing. Yeah. I was just having a conversation actually like a week ago Mm -hmm. about how, um, this guy who's like, I wish more men, there was more representation of clothes or just even sizing for men that are not like tall and skinny and like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like sucked up fit. Like some (laughs) people just are not built like that. And that's cool too. Like. He was like, you know, I wish I could wear some of the clothes that, like, the skinny niggas can wear. And I'm like, oh, dang, I never thought, like, you know, that men had that issue, too. But they do. And it's like, I don't know, it's one of those things where I think these brands, they need to wake up and realize, like, you know, who their consumers are sometimes. Or, like, understanding, like, how to make those things cooler. Because I remember being a kid and being, like, damn near obese, like, no bullshit. And I had to wear Huskies. And like that was the jeans where, That's so funny. like you, I, I, I kid you not, I had to wear huskies and like. I remember my brother was in the husky section. Yeah, <laughs> like and you know you and JC Penney's or yes, you know literally <laughs> you, you like your mom like I right, you gotta go ahead and, and try the this fact song. that it's even called that like I even just why does it have to be called that like just the name within itself is just like yeah and like you husky. a third you a third grader and you like damn I'm a husky nigga. <laughs> That is so funny. But yeah, like what? And then you get into that age where you're trying to, you know, get on girls. You start liking girls and you and like. you wear huskies. Yeah, she going to flame you up. Tell myself, oh, I don't deal with niggas and huskies. <laughs> now you got, now you got, I'm living with that forever. Like now I remember the girl, you know, Samantha from the playground. Like, damn, she said I was a husky nigga. So. But it's okay. You you made it to the skinny jeans. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Uh, but see, that that's, that's kind of one of those things that, um, you know, essentially like. I'm glad you kind of touched on that because it's something that's super important. It is. Um, especially as. And there's fashion killers in every type of size, ooh, shape. I look. just thought about that girl. Um, she's on Twitter. Uh, now, it was like a, it was a big girl. She had like short bob cut, kind of like dye hair. 
I feel like you probably seen it before. Uh, she dresses really nice, and she's she's bigger. I'm trying to think, she dresses really, really, really nice. I don't know. You have to. show uh, me. I'll show you. But um, <clears throat> I'm just glad that there's more because it also normalizes with younger girls with having TikTok and you know yeah. new forms of media. It's like okay, I can one the most important things accepting the body that you're in. Yeah, and that what you how you are as you are is good enough, and you can make something. Uh, it's not the clothes that make you, but the you making the clothes through your own confidence and accepting yourself. Definitely, like the way you carry the outfit makes the outfit and makes people see. You know, like yeah, she rocking that shit. Like I don't know, <laughs> when you put it on, you gotta own it, <laughs> everything, and like it. Because if you don't like it, everybody else can feel it. Yeah, and I feel like you know. I mean, I feel like most women, when we, like, like our outfits and we put it together, like, you know, we go own that shit. Like, yeah, I put this together in my head and it turned out right on my body. Oh, you know what's crazy? The dudes also know. Because I'm sure the girls who listen it, and I'm sure you even know. Yeah. When you got fit and you take a picture and you're like, oh, I know I was rocking this shit. Yeah. You know, the, the dudes being there like, oh, okay, that's what you, that's how you do that? You can tell when you see, like, 10 stories of me. Oh, yeah. Just me only. Clearly, I like the outfit. <laughs> and they just in there like, oh, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get to this last number here. Um, this one's a little bit of a, a switch up. But you know what? I think this was the song that really going to put a lot of people on. Um, I know it's put me on. and I'm into a lot of music. So I'm sure it's going to put other people on too. Um, so let's get into it. Um, one, two, three, four. one so let me know where you uh what made you choose this one uh this is another one of my favorites that i play constantly so this is like the whole just get dressed get fly Uh, this one not so much i think this is one of more maybe my like feel good Hmm. maybe not sad girl (laughs) things but maybe more so like you know when you think about (laughs) like Love. I don't know. It's just like a feel good song to me in general. Mm-hmm. But 
I just really love it. It's one of my favorite songs. So it's kind of like a a reassuring song, uh, or more of like, oh, I just feel good. Kind of just like, ah, I'm feeling myself. I mean, I feel like if the song applied to like you know, like you could apply it to being in a relationship because I feel like that's what mm. it talks about. But that's kind of where it resonates for me in a way. But I also just generally just I don't know. I just really love the song, and I he says just to make you smile. That's the motive, and I feel like you know. That's what you just hope to do for somebody. <laughs> you or the other guy or the guy? Whoever. Mm. Or like whoever you're dealing with in a relationship. Mm. Um, do you think that, that should be the motive? Yeah. Like that's at the end when all said and done, like when you, you know, spent all day with someone, like the goal should be. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> when you're in love or something, this is like a song that you would play. Cause it's just like, you know, he mm. says, he says, I just want to love you just to make you smile. That's the motive. And I feel like, Every girl just wants to feel that way. And I feel like I'm sure men want to feel that way, too. Um, yeah. Has there been a time where guys made you feel that way? Yeah, for sure. Can you tell me about that time? <laughs> um, it's been a while. But, yeah, it's happened. I feel like it was just a time and a space where I felt really happy with this individual. Um. And what ha- what what happened? Like, I mean, what kind of what was what was one instance where I feel like that person made you smile and made you feel just doing maybe good. like nice things for you or actually really funny. There was this memory because you know how our phones like bring up memories or mm-hmm. something. It was just like small shit. It came up on my phone, um, but it was like a note that was written for me. Like I think I was at the time I was in college at the time and. I was in class and I came back and there was like this sweet note just like on my wall, like randomly. And it's just like small shit like that. That just really, you know, mm. makes people feel really important and like loved and cared about. And I mean, there's other examples too that made me really smile and stuff, but that was one that I recently remember. So and really appreciate it. And I think generally women just appreciate the small shit. Mm. And do you think, like, when it comes to guy or relationships, do you think the small things get overlooked sometimes? Yeah. I feel like maybe not always intentionally, but sometimes yes. But I feel like for me, as I've gotten older, I notice the small things more. Mm. Like, that people do for me. Like, oh, wow, you really listened the other day when I told you that I like X, Y, Z, and you're doing it. That lets me know that you listen to me and that you actually care about my interests and vice versa, even doing that for other people. Mm-hmm. I think people really appreciate when you listen to the things that they, it could just literally just be telling you about like so-and-so, like I need this and they won't even be asking like, you know, or like trying to prompt you to be like, Hey, I need this. They'll just be talking to you and you like get it for them. And they're like, wow, how'd you know I needed this? And it's like, <laughs> don't you remember you told me the other day that you really needed? And even like with friendships, this can apply, but mm-hmm. yeah. And like when you said those little things like that, is that kind of one of those things where like, how can I say, you know how some people say, you know, I want someone to just, know. I don't want to have to ask. I just want people to just know. Is that kind of one of those kind of things where like, because someone's listening to you or paying attention, they know what to get. Or yeah. know what to do. Yeah, I feel like as people, we kind of tell people, or maybe not all the time, but like we kind of, you know, usually communicate in some shape or fashion, like things that we want or need from a person or like. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it kind of takes you, and you can ask questions too. I mm. feel like if you don't know, but I feel like, you know, listening is key to that, to knowing that. Well, asking better questions even. Yeah. Or if you like are unsure, just ask <laughs> or maybe not assume it. I don't know. Has there been a time where you kind of felt or struggled with that as far as like either assuming or uh, not asking the question as opposed to just going for it? I feel like, yeah. <laughs> but doesn't everybody... I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> I think when we, I think when you into into somebody like that, you kind of just start to create that vision in your head of like what it should be, and then yeah. you kind of start. You don't. I guess you may stop asking questions because you're too kind of focused on like how you think it should go, as opposed to like, well, let me just ask. Yeah. That way, at least I can know how it goes, and I can. Because I think sometimes we like have these narratives in our head of how, I think just in life, how mm-hmm. things should go, and things obviously don't always go how we plan it to or think it should it just happens the way that it happens Mm -hmm. um going with the flow is sometimes something that i struggle with but you know getting better why do you think it's sometimes you struggle i mean mean, everybody kind of struggles yeah i think it's just like the control thing like everybody likes to have just generally like Mm. i think people like to have control over what happens in their life especially in your love life like you never want to feel you know out of control i guess in a way I don't mm. know if other people feel that way, but you say out of control or like, just unsure about unsure. maybe another person or like what is going on with that. Um, Cause I feel like just even when talking with people or just like, even just seeing shit on Twitter, like it just seems like there's a lot of uncertainty that people have in their love life or like the people that they deal with. Um, and it's not a good feeling. <laughs> Where do you think that comes from? Generally? I guess I mean, the only thing that I could really chop it up to is lack of communication, maybe. Hmm. Or maybe not understanding. Or a misunderstanding. Or a misunderstanding, yeah. Or yeah. somebody's not, like, you know, maybe setting boundaries for the other person. Mm. But I feel like everybody kind of has to do that in some kind of way. Maybe just people maybe mean to and just don't. And things kind of get out of hand. I don't know. It could be a, like a multitude of things. Yeah, but. I think that's kind of. I think the last thing you said could be <clears> a, a big, a big part of it is like not saying anything, but then kind of just letting it yeah. go on address. Like knowing that you wanting something to go a certain way, but not communicating it. Yeah. And then getting mad when it doesn't go that way. Yeah. Even though you didn't communicate it. Right. I agree. And there's like, do you feel like? Uh, I guess has a. I guess a better question would be, you know as you kind of grow on both in your friendships or even romantically platonic and romantic relationships, have mm-hmm. you, how has like the, how have you kind of grown in your ability to kind of make someone smile in that way? Cause I'm sure you haven't always been, I mean, cause we never, we, we never, we don't start come out the wound just being so, you know, like, yeah, like perfect or whatever. Yeah. Um, being a better listener. Hmm. I feel like I'm really good at listening, like, when it comes to my friends and stuff. I would like to think. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least just understanding what they need and, like, executing it. I feel like romantically is probably where I, I may struggle sometimes, hmm. in a way. Sometimes. sometimes. I really just think it just depends. Depends on where you're at mentally. Yeah. And what 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 have you found in your reflection seems to be the common denominator denominator in that? Of being able to make people smile or like not, uh, I guess falling short. Well, having having doing really well with your friendships, but then falling short with your with your romantic relationships. That's a really good question. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. 
Because I feel like, you know, I feel like I can easily put a smile on someone's face with doing an array of things. But um, I feel like it needs to be catered to, like, what that person likes. Or I don't know. I feel like love languages are really important. Hmm. Like, things that make people happy are usually, like, you know, how they like to receive love. Mm -hmm. And that could be through a friendship or romantic relationship. I feel like those are really important to consider when you want to make someone feel special or happy or make them smile <laughs> interesting do you feel like it's like less pressure when it comes to your friends yeah i guess because it's not like that relationship or romantic mm. part to it mm -hmm. it's just i don't know and it really doesn't even have to be that hard in a romantic relationship honestly i yeah. hope i'm not making it sound like it's <laughs> hard because it's definitely not <laughs> no not at all it's not at all um I think just understanding people's wants and needs is key hmm. and like really like listening to it. So they're taking time to really flesh that out, like yeah. really have that conversation and, and to understand it, which not just hear it, but like, or listen to it, but like really understand why they're needing that. Yeah. Or like why the way that they are mm -hmm. or the way that they do things. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Cause I must always find it interesting. Cause I mean, I think I'm, I think kind of I relate to that a lot as far as one kind of having that, um, how can I say, just having that struggle in romantic relationships as well as far as like doing that for people I probably barely even know as far as like, you know, being paying attention on what's going on. And I think I found that it kind of comes down to, at least in my reflection, just kind of comes down to like, I say taking a person for granted but kind of just trusting that, like, you know, they're going to be there in a way. So in a way you kind of like, it's kind of like family on a, in a way where you like, you kind of just know, all right, cool. Like it's, I don't know. I don't know how to kind of word it. It's like, well, yeah, it's just like assuming that they'll always be there when yeah. in reality, like we can't assume that even yeah. with our like bestest friends, like, you know, we still have to value them just like if we just met them, I think really valuing people is really key. Um, Showing that. Yeah, and keeping that energy all throughout because, I mean, you would want somebody to do that for you. Yeah. To show up and show out, whether it be your friends, who you're dealing with, even your family shit. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I true. I just feel like you got to keep the shit. Like, and I feel like with relationships, I feel like where a lot of niggas fall short, this is kind of changing gears, but yeah. it goes with falling short. Like, keep that same energy from jump. If you're doing all these things to, like, make mm. me smile or impress me, why would you not do that all throughout? Why does that die for some people like mm. die down like why would we not want to continue to court each other make each other feel good uplift each other mm. like you can do all the things to attract somebody or you know get their attention or want them to spend time with you but like don't you want to like sustain that keep it going yeah i don't know that's and i think that's something you have to kind of like <clears throat> constantly communicate you know like you have yeah. to or even kind of I guess I, what you kind of, I'm trying to think about what you said when it comes to your friends and then the romantic. Like, would you say that you and your friends talk almost every day? Yeah, literally. And so in those conversations, you kind of, you pay attention, you kind of pay attention to certain things that yeah. come up. And, and I just like with your friends, it's just easy. There's, and there's expectation to an extent, but I feel like there's mm -hmm. so much more expectation out of a romantic partner. Really? In a way. Maybe I can say that for me. What kind of expectation would you say? Like, what what does that look like? Maybe. Hmm. 
I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to describe. Because, I mean, you have expectations of your friends to an extent. I don't know. I just feel like with my friends, for me personally, it's just easy. Like, I never really feel stressed, Mm. I guess. (laughs) And if there was an issue, I think I could say, hey, like, X, Y, Z. Or if there was a problem, I think it would be, like, received well, Mm -hmm. usually. Um, I feel like, I mean, I feel like romantic partners can do the same, too. Mm-hmm. I just think when we're in relationships, you know, we want it's it's a different type of relationship than a friendship in a way because like, you know, I don't know, it's just that it's romantic. There's more things I guess intimately that you could be doing like that would satisfy that need. Yeah. In a way. I hope I'm explaining this right. No, I feel I like think, I know. <laughs> no, so it's kind of like, you know, with your friends it's like you can't necessarily be intimate like you well you, you can you, intimate for with your sure. friends like you yeah. share things and you do things together but like yeah. when it comes to like physical there's a limit yeah to that. like my friends like i wouldn't expect them to you know like rub on me yeah. and like kiss me <laughs> and stuff like that i mean naturally like i'm very affectionate towards them and <laughs> they uh they love it they act like they hate it but they love <laughs> it <laughs> but like you know when you're um when you're with somebody, like those are things that, as a woman, like usually we ex- like expect or would want. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just different types of expectations. I guess that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, it there's different way. types of things that we expect from a friendship and yeah. a romantic partner. That, so yeah, that makes it. A lot I of think sense. that's where sometimes things get a little. And I guess it goes back to even messy. the point earlier about like the assumption of like, well, or maybe not. You may not. You have you may have different expectations, but then those expectations aren't necessarily communicated until it's almost too late or it's too, it's like a mistake's happened. And then from there, it depends on you as like a person like, well, do I want to sit in this and kind of figure it out? Yeah. And give the person an opportunity to kind of like not redeem themselves, but like try to get it right. Or say, you know what? This person can't do what I'm doing, what I need them to do. So I'm out. Right. Yeah. And I feel like as we get older, people are more quick to, you know, and I don't blame them. Like if you're not giving me what I feel like, I'm asking of you and I'm wanting, then I don't have to deal with this and I'm not going to. Yeah. Cause like I said, we're not like younger anymore. Like not to say we're all looking for like marriage right now, but <laughs> shit. Like, I mean, we're at that age now where we maybe take who we deal with more seriously than mm-hmm. we would have maybe a few years back. Um, so yeah. Hmm. It's got me thinking. It really did. Okay. Cause it, I'm like, like a whole part of this whole show is like kind of just talking about those things, of course, those uh, opportunities for growth and then kind of navigating that. And it's different for everybody. And kind of one of those things that you kind of touched on, we're both touching on, it really is like communication of those things, like those expectations. Right. Hell, even Super important. Even Lexa said it in the last episode, which was like at least having the, like you may feel how you feel about a situation, but at least having that conversation and say, hey, this is kind of what I'm wanting. This is kind of where I'm at with it. How can you meet me halfway? Or how, what, can, what can you do to kind of facilitate that or, you know, right. satisfy that? And vice versa. And then from there, I feel like that's how you can... Kind of gauge well, whether I need to kind of keep doing this or not. Yeah. Because if that person, like if you feel like that person can't maybe do what you're wanting or whatever then you can just say okay maybe this just isn't for me or whatever the case may be or however you really want to chop that up yeah um but yeah honestly i feel like in totality communication is key 
and verbalizing your wants and needs. And I guess a, a perfect way to wrap that up, wrap this whole show up would be you kind of just sharing your experience and from your knowledge, what would you say is the best way to um, remedy that or, you know, based on your either your ups and your downs as far as what have you kind of learned that other people can kind of learn as far as better communication or just, um, hell, just being, yeah, just better, better, being a better communicator with these things, with your wants, desires, and needs. Like with someone romantically? Uh, not even romantic, both platonic and romantic. Um, or in business. I feel like, um, sometimes maybe like we like, you know, let shit slide that really bothers us and we act like it's fine, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think just in that moment, like in the times where maybe someone does something you don't like, you know, just address it then and get it out the way. That way you're not resenting mm. those people later or whoever. Um, like when it happened. Yeah, because I feel like you, you'll feel a lot better too, not sitting on something that's really bothering you because I feel like it kind of throws your mood and your energy off too when you maybe feel shitty about something and like you just holding it in and the other person's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, well, just, just say, you know what it is. Maybe that, cause I feel like I struggled with that mm. in the past, but just being more, more aware and more, um, forthcoming of shit that bothers me <laughs> in the moment. To, yeah. Instead of, you know, just like being like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Like I'll get over it. Or just like, no, say what it is. Because at the time, sometimes people don't even know the things that they're doing that upset you, and you really, mm. you really have to, you really have to tell people sometimes, like, "Hey, cut that out," <laughs> or like, "I don't like this." And I think, and I would imagine people are reasonable <laughs> enough to be like, "Oh, okay, let yeah, me." Yeah, especially me if they like aren't intentionally doing it. Yeah. Sometimes people may do things that maybe annoy you or whatever, and and mm. they they just don't know. So you just have to let them like, "Hey, maybe not do that." <laughs> okay. And so to really leave them on the people, because of course they know you as a style influencer. <laughs> what are three rules of thumb, three tips that you can give to other young ladies and gentlemen um, when it comes to style and finding their their voice when it comes to that? Um, I feel like the first thing is just stay true to you because nobody can do it like you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know. Um, with that, I just feel like be confident in what in what you're putting out there. Because um, I struggled with that at first. Like I, I'm a person who needs like words of affirmation a lot. Um, but sometimes it's okay to just like like what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you like the way something looks, then who cares? Who doesn't like? If it looks good to you, then fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> go with it. Um, yeah, I just feel like. Just being yourself really is the key. Is the key because, like I said, nobody can do it like you can. And owning that, yeah, and own that. Like you're your own person, and that's the beauty of it. Well, folks, you heard it first from the style influencer herself. <laughs> uh, some would say she's a fashion killer. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you for being on the show, and I appreciate you for sharing, being open. Yes, of course. Um, hopefully you listening to this, enjoyed it, and learned some things, learned a little bit more. She don't do interviews often, but 
well, not even the same in the interview, but <laughs> she don't really do these kind of things often. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I was um, a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, you guys enjoy and uh, have a beautiful week, a beautiful day, an amazing summer. Peace. <laughs>